moving towards um, closure of this particular form. So it's very much being able to come into autonomy, into separateness, without uh, losing the quality that we may have gained through being in a mutual situation. We suddenly feel friended, befriended, some boundaries, and now you're going out into the minefield. (laughs) 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 Various things, so hopefully it's not that bad, otherwise you wouldn't have made it here. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly you can't expect for the kind of containment and uh, tenor tone of, of warmth. Yeah. So you could actually create or be with that, internalize some of that um, territory. So, as you must have heard and practiced in your own lives, in a sense, obviously, the, the sealer. To be taking the five precepts is a very fundamental boundary. Um, and most of us need something more developed and subtle as well, which is our personal boundaries of really sensing, you know, what you can do, what you can manage. We don't have to spin out or go into overwhelm or just go into you know, long stretches of just willpower, <laughs> you know, for, for, so obviously short bursts of it are, you know, part of the deal, and that's fine, but you want to better kind of do that by choice, consciously, and then being able to come out of that, so that sense of when you just kind of basically knuckle down and push through something, that's just part of the course isn't it but then at least be able to come out of it so you don't become an identity based upon that it comes your comes a piece of armor that you can take off when you, when you don't need it and um it's being aware of the kind of psychologies that we may unconsciously or consciously create that keeps us holding that stuff the fear psychologies the not worthy psychologies the uh got to be something bigger, stronger than I am, psychologies, you know, and so uh, with all with all that stuff, it doesn't allow you to grow from a soft place, from a heartful place, to really, you know, allow that potential to grow into strength and into uh, effectiveness. Uh, maybe during the retreat we've begun to sense some of that that when we do peel off it is wobbly but it feels great to be able to do that in a way and to feel as we do that in a safe place the some of the clarity some of the strength starts coming up you know we we can manage what we thought we couldn't we can be with what we didn't want to be with and we can manage that so this is great to have that that knowledge, that understanding. Also understanding it's quite a careful process. You don't just kind of rip things <laughs> open. <laughs> it's some feeling of, you know, 
deep end stuff. You sort of gently open as you feel where you feel your 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 strength and your goodness lies. Yeah, you know the, your metta, your kindness, your uh, your flow, where you feel that is. You go into that your 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 good place, and you keep the what I called what's called the great heart in the Buddha's teachings. The great heart, which which is able to extend the boundaries and feel you can manage the bits of rubbish that get tossed into it, like a great river spreading its boundaries as it it starts off just quite fine, but it, it will it will open like a river does uh, in time. And my own sense of this is is a concerning embodiment. Uh, why I, I've used and have a lot of respect for mindfulness of breathing, even though I'm fully aware of the difficulties it poses people, but the difficulty of it, in my just my sense in myself, and I, I would offer that as a suggestion, the difficulty exactly why why it's useful. You know, it's pointing to something like. How come breathing's a problem? <laughs> you know, how come breathing is is a big, you know, difficult? Why? God damn it, breathing should be just a piece of cake, shouldn't it? So, what's that saying? You know, that something is lost touch or is shut down or something of that nature, and, and this is isn't just a, a matter of posture, not a small matter, but uh, the difficulties that we've come to in our lives, that we've experienced in our lives, do have their bodily embodiment effects. They, they, we can sense that withdrawal, that shutting out, when we experience panic, anxiety, there's a whole flutter, fluster, redness, heat, and then boop, you know, you're out somewhere. <laughs> you know, it's just out, you're out there, and it's until you until you find a way to get somewhere near it again. And and these these, however, embarrassingly humble the triggers are, you know, how we can panic over what seems on one level to be look. Goodness me, is this, you know, why am I frightened of? Of just people's kindness, however, <laughs> the being touched. You know, the being touched on a heart level can be a source of some real, uh, you know, agitation. And you know, it's it's it seems embarrassing or silly, but yes, it can be the case. So. You know that sense is this is so. There's even though we can really, in our heads, add up all the reasons why it's really okay and there isn't a problem here, and there's nothing to worry about, and there isn't a problem. There is no problem here, whatsoever. Just just relax, will you? <laughs> in your head, a bit of you doesn't 
can't do that <laughs> from that place alone, all the best intention in the world. You know, so my sense is, you know, trying to come to that from the body base. So your, your body, which is in, can have that sense of shock and defense in there, can start to be acknowledged and the, 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 the vitality of that can start to spread through the system. So we, we can kind of gently slough off some of the things we don't need, which perhaps were needed at some time. You know, in the you know, in the rough and tumble of life. Maybe some of that stuff was needed. And perhaps now's the time to say enough for that. So I really my teaching is really about embodiment present that as what I I value do myself and is a valid process for myself and I, that's what I offer really with this trying to get the spirit of loving kindness to have a embodied sense to it not just a, a good will or even a f- affectionate emotion but to have an embodied sense of I'm okay to be with you, you know, I don't, you know, the defense isn't there. And that's really happening on a kind of, on a bodily level, you know, subtle bodily level. It's not physical shaking hands, it's a real sense of what happens in your chest or your throat. When we feel some of those difficult moments, you know, and of course, the matter, the truth of the matter is that that those moments are being recycled through our own nervous system. It's actually, it's not somebody else, <laughs> you know, who's who's uh, causing me that. It's my own impressions, my own stored up impressions that I keep recycling. So I see you through. I see others through this kind of screen, through this veil of impressions and the body senses that and it's really difficult because you know when something feels threatening or uncertain or dangerous you don't want to touch it so you don't know it isn't you know and how do we get through that how do we get through that and my sense is just breathing through it it does bring round to the topic of mindfulness of breathing once again and perhaps just this morning we can spend a little time looking following that again because there was a question that I didn't get round to answering about you know f- following the breath and um, the question was about finding it difficult to follow the breath in the in the nostrils and feeling a bit more comfortable following it in the diaphragm in the abdomen and a problem also of sense of sleepiness or dullness drowsiness and um so this is you know one is you're talking about real experience and my response would be that as long as you as long as you can't if you if you can't feel the breathing through the whole body through different bits of it anytime you wish you know through it, it does affect the whole body. If you can't feel the breath in your chest, in your belly, you know, throat, nose, then you're bound to have something constricting and it's bound to lead 
to dullness because it's something that your energy is closed being closed you know so that's why it is useful just to try to get the sense of the whole body breathing you know there's certainly nothing wrong with focusing it in the nostrils or throat or wherever but if you just get one point you may feel relatively clear in that particular point and if you do feel good in that point then fine but then try to extend it to other places where it's not so clear so you do get the sense of eventually of linking it all up you know so you get the whole body breathing you may be able to start off with just the whole body breathing a vague sense of so some stretching as you breathe in something seems to stretch and expand and something seems to relax you don't quite know where it is it's just general skin sense of you know expanding and declining again something like that you may feel the energies moving so even so often i start myself with something like that just that overall sense and then just check how it feels if it feels withdrawn it feels a bit jerky as if something is kind of snatching the breath or the other hand it feels stale as if its breath is just really weak you know like it's it's not flowing properly it's sort of vague too vague then um you know deliberately looking at ways to extend that as I did suggest you something fairly crude uh, not something I wouldn't take up as a as a main theme but to be able to just breathe out and stop on the out breath so you, you hold the out breath count do you feel the pressure build up so you really know you know <laughs> it's there and then you let go slowly so it's rather like you build up a bit of pressure as you let go slowly and come through the nostrils then almost the pressure of the breath will tend to then be siphoned through it's rather like a pressure cooker you know not that intense but you build up some pressure and then then opening the just gently open the nostrils so you draw the breath in the breath has then got quite a bit of push to it to 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 open up the channels open it up a bit you can do that you know, as I say, just just for periods of time, and then just let it go, be natural, pick it up again, just play with it a bit. Um, so that 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 can help. And of course, when you do that, it may very well bring up some of these difficult or strange mental states, feeling slightly unbalanced or panicky, even. But you're doing it in a very safe environment this is just your own body and just getting used to some of those wobbly feelings and not just something that passes in 10 seconds and you come okay it's just that you can come back again so you get used to that sort of dangered risky uncertain feeling is just just that you know and as your breath normalizes you come back into feeling comfortable again so you get quite used to going into that into that over-the-edge area in a very safe, small way, you know, just five seconds, and you then it comes out by itself. That's how you you start to open up the places where you felt some risk, you know, where there's been something like feel a bit nervy there. You open up gently, 
in yourself, in your own body. Yeah. And so the more you get used to that and coming out of it, going into coming out, the less it really will intimidate you or the less you'll get stories around it, the less it will build up into a whole kind of thing. Yeah. So that that's that's something, yeah. But this is not about pulling anything open. It's not about releasing anything. It's not about understanding anything. It's not about analyzing anything. It's not about fixing anything. It's about breathing. (laughs) So, you know, we've got to be careful that tendency to just jump right in there with a spanner and and uh, (laughs) decide we're going to fix things because that's intrusive. Some of this stuff you don't don't have to understand it at all. It's just what you want to do is get enough understanding of knowing path. There is a release. Yeah. And it, it's you can do that. And it's body way is a very kind of clean, simple way of doing that. So being able to open up through the whole, slowly through the whole body, you may find you feel better in your abdomen, fine. And then what's right above that, the diaphragm, maybe maybe the breath seems to disappear somewhere in the chest and then you find it again in the nose. So, okay, you've got some places where it's less clear. And uh, sensing what you can sense there. You know, just the vague sense of a, a stretchy feeling or an energized feeling or even a numb feeling. Feeling numb is still a feeling. Mm-hmm. And holding that in the, with the quality of kindness, holding the space in front, holding the space around it with the quality of kindness, holding the bird, that little bird, warm, and uh, just giving it that time. So this is a way in which also we can learn to uh, kind of sorts of protection, protection through warmth rather than defense through, you know, some negative sense, the protective quality of, of kindness, embodied kindness. So in your daily life, you know, you, you you being able to sort of come back into your body, feel those pushes that throw you start to throw you out. You know, bring yourself back to your feet. Standing, as you know, is is a good meditation because you you can't really drift that far with standing. The body refuses to allow it <laughs> as you fall over. So standing is is good, and uh, in the sense of the soles and feet planted on the ground, opening the hands, uh, being able to just come to that, into that mudra of openness, balance. Breathing in, breathing out.
just being able to sense the the reference of this. So you have your you know your five minute break somewhere in the day, your ten minute break somewhere in the day. Why don't you just um, use half of that for mindfulness of breathing? Just half of it. You know, just half of it when you maybe just deliberately check your breath rhythm. Hold it, slow it down, change your energy. It's a way of changing your energy around. This isn't about kind of getting into samadhi. It's about basic gear shifts. So we don't end up on over, you know, on high living high gear all day long. <laughs> you know, you've got places where you can just drop. You know, mindfulness of breathing can help you do that. Check the Check the mind with the breath. Slow the mind with the breath. Bring your center back into your body with the breath, with breathing. You know, this is the Buddha's gift to us. And this is the basis for awareness to extend. And, uh, you know, breathing is... You know, still, it's just it's just a thing. It's just the conditioned thing. It's just not. It's got an energy to it. It's just a, a conditioned somatic experience. But it's a very helpful one as a kind of crucible or a cradle for the sense of awareness, which is has no particular location, isn't inside anything. You know, it's it's it's. Uh, the more you say about it, the more stupid you sound. <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, you, you, you know that for yourself. And then you start kind of letting go of the ways you limit that. You know, the knowing. Something really, that we really want to be with. We really... Uh, feel something sacred in our lives when we can be, you know, come to that. Mm. Breathing is a very good um, mother for that. It's kind of, can bear it, carry it. So let's spend a little bit of time just um, directly focusing to mind, vitaka, bringing to mind, bringing something to mind, can bring to mind um, being in this room, being in this uh, place that we've become uh, settled in, we feel trust and respect for, and being in this room as being A whole lot nicer than being out there right now on the end of November. <laughs> Warm. Feeling the warmth 
and uh, the ability to feel comfortable. Sit comfortable. Balancing in the body, so we take up a position which is fear has an upright quality to it. And obviously, the physical form will, has its limitations, but has that sense of upright quality. If you're, you know, if spine is okay then was pushing down through the tail into the seat feeling the springing springy quality of the lower back as you push down you can feel the lower back come tuck in and the sort of that push down actually causing a, a lifting up through the upper back you know, little spring there play with it a little bit so you get a sense of how without pushing yourself up, actually pushing down creates a counter movement of the body being slightly lifted because of the spring of the back of the spine. <coughs> so the lifting through the, to the chest, opening the abdomen opening as you push down, shoulders coming back, and then softening a little, finding a place where you feel that sense of, of an energized sense of the spine is really alive and awake and energized, but you're not, you're not making a big heavy push out of it. It's just toned up, toning in the body get the rest of the body to know that so your shoulders can rest your chest can open you and then balancing your, your head so the skull is balanced on top of the spine the weight coming of the skull coming straight down rather than being tilted forward out of line which will always create some imbalance in the body in your and constriction of some kind. Finding a good posture, one that works for you. So all this we've been bringing to mind an embodied sense, Gen in general and in detail. Then vichara, feeling it, sensing it. Checking it out. Till it, you can feel a sense of something comfortable, something steady about that. Take the time to really get to that, pl that place. Each time you meditate, each time you sit, come to that. Till it says, oh yeah, this is about right. For now, this is about right. So until we get there, take it very simply. Big, big picture of the body. You come to the place where it, you've got almost like a resonance of, yeah, this is about 
settled in. You'll probably be able to feel much more clearly the general overall sense of breathing in, breathing out. And the effortless quality of that may highlight places where there was some holding that you weren't really aware of, like in your neck or your jaw or your hands or your face, the eyes. Oh yeah, don't need that. Just don't need that. Loosen that. So just when you get a, the overall involuntary easefulness of breathing, you'll notice the place where there's an involuntary tightening or snagging and something we're unconscious of and then relaxing it. As you relax, one of the tendencies is to is to fall is to go more sleepy. You know, when we change energy, that's a very common enough, um, sw- you know, over swing of relaxation. <laughs> so along with that, we keep as you get some bit more slack, you might say a bit more slack looseness then you also you you kind of tighten up or you you sharpen up around the clarity of definition be more clear and specific about the posture you know, about the general posture of the body the structures and then if you can move into being more specific and clear about the breathing moment of the time, the movement of the air, the flexing in the body, just try to be more sharp with that. It's not a matter of tightening so much as just, you know, listening in and asking yourself, where is it now? Where is it now? Where is it now? Where is it now? Just like that, touching it, touching it. So you don't, you keep with the thread of that. For this you probably benefit from finding a place in your body where you feel most, that's clearest and speaks most loudly. It's your belly or your nose or wherever it is. So you get the sense of a full in-breath and a full out-breath through that partic- in that particular area, becomes clear for you. And then we lengthen by extending into the areas that were not so clear. Chest maybe, upper chest particularly, from the collar, the throat, down to the center of the chest, from the 
throat down to that area. Probably more difficult there. So you notice where it feels quite strong and clear and then it fades into something less clear. And then it comes then you maybe it comes back again at another place. So the areas where it's less clear, less apparent, is where you need the most support. It could be you can detect some kind of sense of that part of your body. Say we're just talking about the upper chest, for example. How you know you have you have that bit overall feeling of that bit as you breathe in and breathe out, bearing that bit in mind, so it's not really clear it feels like something, and we extend deepen our awareness within that to hold that for that moment and you may eventually detect a kind of sensation you know that you know is in accordance with the breathing is resonating with the breathing it could be just a sort of vague warming sense or even a slight thread of it and then you, the more you can be aware of that there's a possibility that your body can um, sense that more fully, be more sensitive, loosen up there. And again, if you slow the breathing down, refine it, you'll actually get more energy. So if it's just kind of flopping, shallow breath, it will, it's a sign of a lack of vitality. If it's actually a sh fine, extended thread, it will certainly, you know, have a gathering, concentrating quality to it. You know, so you don't have to do the concentrating, the breath does it. And it's not important to get it absolutely right because what really counts uh, above all is the sense of attending, you know, attending to the bits where it's awkward, attending to the bits where it's faint, attending to the bits where it's clear. Because it's out of that 
potentizing of attention. Attention is not just slipping off or twiddling its thumb somewhere. It's actually with it. I mean, it's difficult, soft, refined, you know, whatever it is. Still, what's happening is your attention. Uh, attention is where this sense of awareness really becomes apparent from the from a stronger continuing attention awareness just consents you know the pleasant the unpleasant whatever and uh you're not trying to actually make it absolutely right whatever that would be because this is a this is personal form just like who's got the right height or the right size or the right age there isn't one uh, so there isn't exactly the right breathing but there's your breathing and uh, to attend to the particular qualities shape contours restrictions fluencies of yours for kindly non-judgmental open attention in an awareness kind of seems to expand or come to the fore and it checks or doesn't allow or doesn't support mental proliferation emotional proliferation so there isn't storyline, there isn't a wringing of hands, there isn't a pushing through. It's just that Buddha eye, the eye of the Buddha, mild, open, Buddha eye. place where the suff the stress and the suffering and the personal issues stops or doesn't doesn't support those. And opening out of the meditation, sensing the physical form of the body, tips of the shoulders, the elbows, knees general bony stuff substance textures rhythms pulses as they are most immediate space around you, the edge of your skin. And finally letting your eyelids come open without running out through the eyes, just like you're pulling the curtains 
and letting the light come in.